So, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, I, I just want to apologize on behalf of everybody uh, on my side over here in Humphreys McGee uh, for the Andy Frasco and the UN experience. I, I find it, frankly, uh, immature, uh, a little bit disturbing, and uh, just gross. Uh, all wow. the, di the dick jokes. Wow. You know, it's a little, a little much. Typical fucking rich kids. Sorry. Typical fucking oh. rich kids, private school rich kids. Talk it down on the, just always punch it down. Okay, okay. Yeah. Show me what you got. Listen. I'm listening. No more 20 minute songs. Let's fucking do this. Challenge. Okay. Fuck you. Nice. in particular about her <laughs> shit. <laughs> and uh, we're live, kind of. Andy Frasco's World Saving Podcast. I'm Andy Frasco. Hot off a fucking killer weekend. Let's go! Let's fucking go! Fuck yeah! So fun to watch other people succeed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you killed it at the after party. I did, actually. You sat in with us. You killed it. Yeah, it was a good one. Bonnaroo and Red Rocks in one weekend. What was better? I'm on cloud fucking nine. Bonnaroo was insane because I didn't think that reaction was going to happen. What? People liking it? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, but seriously. I can never enjoy anything with you. I got to keep you grounded. It's such a monumental moment in my career. I know, and I'm going to keep you grounded through it. Bonnaroo was I insane. lift you up in the dark times. You do. I keep you right in the middle. When I'm sad, you're the first person I call. Yeah, I, I'm pretty good at that, too. I keep you right here. <laughs> when you're down here, I get you here. When you're up here, I get you right here. 
Anyway. What a fucking week. Why were you surprised by the Bonner reaction? I thought it was going to be like that. That's because it was like, I don't know, it was like uh, Thursday. I did not expect people to come out. Like, I didn't expect us having a big crowd for it. You didn't? I did. That's what exactly what I expected. Really? Yeah, because like you're playing 1 a.m. at Bonnaroo. You've been doing all these tours and stuff. You're yeah. like a name where people are like, even if they haven't seen you, they're like, oh, we got to like at least check us out. I heard this guy's insane. You know what I mean? Well, I played Dream and that was like, it made me cry because we wrote that song when we found out we got Bonnaroo. Oh, okay. And we wrote that song when we found out we had Red Rocks in the same weekend. Uh-huh. And it was just all the stuff we were looking forward to. And then when something actually happens, like that thing actually happens, and it turns out just as amazing as you thought it'd be two years ago, it just made me feel good that we're on the path and fucking never give up on your fucking dreams. Mm-hmm. As long as your dreams are reasonable. Yours, you're a band, so it's reasonable for you to have those <laughs> dreams. Not, when, not 10 years ago when we were fucking playing in, you know, Dubuque, Iowa. <laughs> No hate, no shade to Dubuque, Iowa. No shade to Dubuque, Iowa, but like, you but know you're what not I'm Red Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping in the bars, you know, sleeping in the. You've back. done that. I've done that so many times. Sleeping in the bar where they give us like fucking eighty bucks pillows, eighty bucks. Give us a pillows like you. I mean, we don't have any budget for hotels, so you could just sleep in the venue. See, that's why I got lucky with the Cosby sweater because we kind of we didn't have as many. Pe- it was a lot cheaper for us to to work. Yeah. We didn't have a trailer. We didn't have a Sprinter. We just toured in a minivan. I mean, we toured in a van with our gear in it. I'm saying we had it easier than you. I'm not saying... No, I'm saying like the same thing. You're you're on the grind. We were on the grind, but not like that. We had a hotel every night and stuff. Really? Yeah. How'd you get hotels every night? Mm -hmm. We started... We blew up kind of fast. I mean, no, I blew up, but we got to the middle pretty fast. Yeah. Ours was a slow grind. We We had an agent at Madison House after our third gig. Really? Yeah. See, fuck it, that. But it fell apart just as fast. <laughs> I'm going to be petty about that. Well, it fell apart just as fast, though, so it's like... Well, that wasn't your fault. That was no, but I'm just Cosby saying, was like, a rapist. I'm just saying, like, karma got us, you know? It wasn't karma. I'm You're just kidding. Kids. I don't believe in karma. <laughs> By the way, this is my co-host, Nick Gerlach. Oh, yeah, How you, you never introed me, did <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, what's up, Nick? Hey. Welcome to the show. We are on cloud nine, baby. Cloud it was a good weekend. It was a great weekend. You sat in. It was great. We did that battle of the bands with Umphreys, which was fucking I got awesome. This, I saw. I couldn't really hear it, but now I watched the video. It was funny, dude. I'm, I've been learning a lot how, how you how you rip on me. So I was like, I'm learning a lot. That was good. They should have had me write their thing to you. They could have uh, been stronger. They, they should have had me write some copy for No, them. but that's Bayless's comedy. I understand. I'm just kidding. Bayless yep. talks shit. And I think Bayless is one of the best shit talkers on the planet. He's good at it. He's from like, he's from Indiana. We're both in northern Indiana boys. Bayless just understands. Me and Bayless had very similar upbringings. We went to the same kind of schools. We're about we're from about an hour and a half from each other. Mm-hmm. That's why we're since there was some joke he told at catering where I was the only guy that laughed on the whole table, and I think yeah. that's why. I think it's we have that northern Indiana. Grew up in the Catholic school system. We weren't rich kids, but I bet a lot of our friends were. You know. Yeah. It's there. I love it. Yeah. God, I love Bayless. I love Stasic. Those guys are so fucking supportive. Everybody's cool in Umphreys. Even Joel is supportive. You know, I ripped on his book. I was like, no one gives a fuck about your book, Joel. Yeah, he didn't care. And he didn't care. He was like, he took it on the chin and like... He wrote a book. Yeah, he wrote a book. So shout out to Joel. I wrote a whole book. Let's go. You write a book. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You write a book, bitch. Yeah. If anything, you just gave it more publicity. I did. Um, 
But it it was such a great weekend, and my parents were there, and I was like, I dedicate this fucking. I watched to your you, mom. I watched your mom a little bit. I like to watch people's parents during the show. She was crying the whole night. I didn't see her crying, but <laughs> I was far away from her, so yeah. maybe, you know what I mean. I was like, she was in the crowd, and I was backstage. All like all the people around her were taking photos with her and saying she was. They're proud of me. Who's more famous, your mom or your dad? My mom. That's cool. That's how it should be. I should give my dad more love. I always your dad. To, I feel like isn't he sort of. He gave me the oh, work wild. ethic. He taught me work ethic. Are you calling your mom lazy? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, chill, 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 chill. No, I get it. I should give him more credit because he did teach me how to fucking Hey, those Porsches don't just hard. fall out of the sky, do they? <laughs> Shut the <laughs> His dad's fuck. a Porsche guy. He loves Porsches. Isn't he in a Porsche club? He's in a Porsche club. That's so cool. <laughs> so funny. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> This has been such a great, but you know, it's like, this is the last time we're going to talk about this because it's on because this is a Peach Music oh, Festival yeah. in- installation. Five episodes Hell of yeah. Peach. I like that festival. I, it's one of my favorites. It's at a water park, one. I love that. The fact that water parks even exist still with this litigious society we live in is amazing. The facts that they let Wooks in, into those water. I wouldn't get in the water past 8.30 in the morning <laughs> at that thing, but it's there if you want it. I love it. Um, it's a fun festival because it's like the electronic music hasn't completely taken it over. Mm-hmm. And that's not a shade of electronic music, obviously, because I literally am do yeah. that, you know, but it's like, but you know, it's nice to have something where it's sort of a throwback. Right. And um, I'll, they always have a great lineup. So I'm saying, yeah, they just like, yeah, it's curated really well because yeah. they do that and they still sell a lot of tickets. Yeah. It's hard. So for these next three weeks until the first weekend of July when Peach is happening, we are going to do two a week. We're doing two episodes a week, Nick. Damn. I'm gonna, I, hope you, I hope you're just not funny for just one day. I the union said I get overtime, the podcast union. <laughs> whoa, whoa, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> Calm it the fuck down. Um, no, I can be funny for, uh, yeah, 25 minutes twice. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny when, when um, Sam... The the merch the merch uh, Sam Sutton organizer organizer for all the Umphrey stuff he runs all the merch Same for Sam summer Sutton camp. I love he's my bookie too we're both Hoosiers he's the one who got me into gambling you're you're like all these Indiana people you noticing this I love Midwesterners Sam but I'm talking specifically the state of Indiana Indiana's a great state Brendan Bayless Sam Sutton me Larry Bird <laughs> no, Oscar Robertson there you go all right calm it down with that shit no but Sam was like <laughs> it was so funny he was like man. Nick, when he first when I first met Nick's girlfriend, all oh, she yeah, said yeah, yeah. was, "He was like, how's Nick doing?" Um, I'm and then she's like, "Julie's like, I'm doing fine." <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. can handle your shit talk. Yeah, yeah. She's. I'm actually a pretty good boyfriend, actually. Yeah, yeah. You are a good boyfriend. But you, yeah, you're heartfelt. You're sensitive. You're gonna no. You're gonna get like uh, no. I think she likes that I'm not that sensitive because she's extremely sensitive. But no, you could you could you, you're you're a tortoise. You're a tortoise. Yeah, you yeah. have a hard well, shell. I am a human being. But inside, you're vulnerable and lovable and sweet mm. and caring. I do care about people. You do care. I've never done anything to anyone really. Like you'll never find anybody. I don't have like a arch enemy that I've screwed over in the past. You know what I mean? Well, not yet. But I said some stuff that's got me in no, trouble. No, you 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 were a troll. You're a, a troll, like a smart troll. Yeah, but I've never like in the career. I've of never Nick like Burlock. really done something to someone that's like uh, you can't get out of. Like I've never stolen or cheated yeah. on someone or like you know the things of the mortal sins of friendship. I've never yeah. committed. Yeah, just monetize the trolls. Like, yeah, that's what I did. I 
They're calling oh. me Frasco Smokes Mids. And you made a t-shirt. We made a fucking t-shirt. I feel like you learned that from me, even though I've never made any money doing it. It's kind of my idea. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You teach me a lot. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> you should be smarter than that. You should already know the stuff. Um, we're going to do state capitals next. Yeah. I'm just kidding. First, we're going to New York. Then we're going to Oklahoma. Appleton. Dubuque, Iowa. It's not the capital. <laughs> it's not the capital. No. Des Moines. Des Moines. Tommy Thumbs, um, baby. You know, we talk about, you know. That t shirt pre sale sold out in four minutes. <laughs> and you got mad. I got I'm like, why is it sold out? It I'm like, calling everybody. I mean, I get it, though. It's also still funny. Yeah. I was grounding you during that. I know. You just always... Just, I was like, I'll tell the kids in the children's hospital. You always tell me to monetize. You monetize the cult. monetize. I know. I, I'm not against monetizing. I'm against being super mad. No, but I also get it, too. It did piss me off. But it's also first. funny to think about like that. That pr It's not like a problem problem. You know no, what I mean? It's not a problem. But it's still fun yeah. to make fun of you. Yeah. I love you. I can't... I'm making... And I could be making slightly more money. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, I'll tell all the kids in the children's hospital that... Oh, my God. Don't mad. even go there. I'm just there. kidding. I'm kidding. You make a shirt that says, I, I so like many multiple dumb shirts. bands. You have so I many have dumb so shirts. I have so many dumb shirts. That's why it's Shut funny to make fun up. of you for it. Fuck you, Nick. Your shirts are so much... Every shirt you have is better than my best shirt. Well, <laughs> help me. let me help you market your Colt. <laughs> your worst shirt is better than my best shirt. <laughs> but they're funny. They just say words on them. Yeah. You know, I think about, you know, going back, you know, we've been doing this for 15 years, playing all the bars and stuff. Bars. And, you know, you talk about having a, a booking agency after your third show. Also, fuck off. That's fuck you. Well, we were good. Don't don't get mad. We just saw the market and we filled a hole for three or four years. Well, for the other people who aren't Cosby sweater <laughs> and need help touring, um, sign up for Repsy.com. Repsy, our boys just been it's with free. us since the beginning it's free to sign up if you're in a band they're kind of like personal injury attorneys they don't get paid until you get paid yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah oh yeah speaking of that, how's your lawsuit going it's going good i still am doing treatment so so are you if suing you, uber i don't know how do you I'm, sue how do you my sue lawyers that? are handling all that <laughs> i'm like how does that even happen like no you, i think it's just basic car insurance stuff i don't think because okay. uber is uh and lyft they're not very um Good companies. They don't treat their employees very well. They're ten ninety nine. Everybody, so they're probably not. I don't know. We got in a car accident. Um, yeah, band did, and we sued Uber, and we made each like five or six grand. Oh, you did. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully, I'll get more than that. Well, you were more <laughs> hurt than we were. I just had to do. They paid for like my chiropractor and stuff. Who? Who? What happened? Oh, yours? dude, this guy. This guy obviously was fucking drunk and hit our car oh dude you got to sue him he's a drunk driver i know but he was like talking to us like we'll settle this mm, off of don't you ever i like, anything off the books. but that's not me like it's the driver to the guy who got in an accident oh yeah right you you don't have that much pull no there. no and that guy left <laughs> left the scene of the left accident? the scene of the accident the other guy the other guy and the uber driver took the picture that guy was totally wasted driving. Yeah, but and he the, was driving a Tesla. And the other thing is, you can't. That's what sucks is when you leave. It's actually good to leave the scene of an accident when you're drunk driving, because even if they come get you the next day, you can be like, "Yeah, accident was my fault." Blah blah blah. But they can't prove you were drunk. Oh my god! Don't tell people that. This is what they know that. Don't drive drunk. Well, don't drive drunk. But if you do and you want to get out of it, leave the scene of an accident. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyway, Repsy. sign up for Repsy.com. <laughs> Um, they'll never, 
leave the scene of the accident when you're on tour. Ooh. They'll book. They'll book your tour. They'll never leave you. They'll never leave you. They only take a certain percentage. Yeah, I don't know what it is actually. I don't know. What it might it be is, different yeah. for different things. I think if you have an agent, they don't take a cut. But nope. if you have an agent, they. If you don't have an agent, they call they that the Bongiorno clause. The Bongiorno clause. JBG. I love. Shout out to John Bongiorno. Dude, you have my favorite. I have agent. the best agent. I love John your agent. Bongiorno. Is the shit. He's so funny. God, he's just so sweet. He came to our show in Bonnaroo. You know, oh, he, he did? worked. Yeah, he came out to Bonnaroo. He's That's like, cool. He showed up for seven hours. He flew into Nashville, Damn. came to our show, and then drove back to Nashville just so we can make his flight so he could. He probably uh, skipped a perfectly good Mets game that he could have went to. Or, you know, he, he loves baseball cards. He he could have been at the baseball know, card exposition. Could have been getting hard off that uh he has Mickey some nice Mantle cards. Card he Dude, I saw that. He's got sick cards. Yeah. If you're into that Hit up John Bongiorno. He'll uh, he'll give you the the lowdown. But yeah, he showed up. Schwartz showed up. He flew in from London. Everyone, it was just it was just it just felt like I was loved. And sometimes I forget I forget that because I'm working so fucking much all the time. So shout out to everyone who showed up to Bonnaroo and Red Rocks. My parents, everyone. The band did a great it. job. Maybe the maybe, band killed it. Maybe go ahead and thank the band at some point. They know how much I love them. I they know. killed it. They kill it every time. No bonus for this weekend, probably. Poor Just Sean. Sean has cataract, so he can't see. Oh, then he really? had an eye infection. That's so why he like, can't do the surgery. He can do the surgery, and he's just blind, and he just hears. There's always something going on with that guy. I guys. know, poor guy. Can't catch a break. I had to take him, because we did that sit-in, that Battle of the Bands thing, and he was so jacked up. He's like, you know, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. I'm like, Sean, just take a breath, dude. We're gonna do this. He We're runs hot. Kill it. He, he runs, runs hot. hot. I he like does. that. He's a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I worry about him because if he runs too high, he's gonna have a panic attack and break down over some. Bullshit. I don't think he can have a panic attack. I don't think he can go that far. Really? <laughs> I think he just stays at eight. You know. <laughs> I've been giving him more of these dialed-in gummies though. He has a good life though. I like his wife a lot. I like his dogs are cool. Toby's the shit. He does have a good life. Yeah. He just, uh, you know, he has. He puts so much pressure on himself well, to that's like, why he's make good. money. I know, but like. After rocking Red Rocks, then Sunday playing two gigs. Oh like yeah, he did like he did like a solo gig. He's a machine. And then he did the yacht club that night. I'm like, Sean, you need to take a break. He's a machine. Like, I gotta make money for this family. I'm like, well, I'm like, I respect. I'm gonna respect the fuck. Midwest, right there. Missouri. That's a Missouri fucking work ethic. You know, it's a Missouri work ethic. We don't flip pictures of apes for money. You know, we go to we go to work. We go to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did start giving him those cans of dialed in gummies. He's been eating them, and he's been eating them, and he it mel it's melling them out. They're good for that. Yeah, I mean, that's why I love these. Shout out to dialed in gummies. They're our other sponsor. Yeah, they. I feel like they've mellowed me out too, and I haven't like really been thinking about Ambien. Keith came to Red Rocks. I didn't see him. I texted him a little bit, but I never ran into him. Yeah, Keith said he came to Red Rocks too, and I didn't talk to him. Yeah, well, that's was, Keith. Though. I was he's like, cool I'm like so that. sorry we broke your gumball machine. Oh, you broke it? You just, piece of shit. He's I like, just... it's all good. I'll find you more shit to break. I'm like, let's Hell fucking yeah. go. Those are the type of sponsors who understand good... the brand. They, they the understand brand. the brand. How bad is it broken? I mean, I threw it on Floyd when he was on there, and it broke. And <laughs> at least you broke it doing something worthwhile. I, Physically assaulting man. Floyd. Floyd gets me so amped up. I love being Dude, the I, is he he's becoming the best performer in the band almost. Oh my god, he's amazing. I don't understand his energy. Is it is it I don't understand how much of it is an act and how much of it's just No man, I we played his wedding in Nantucket. Mm -hmm. Have I talked to you since the wedding? Not really. 
we played his wedding in Nantucket where we got to back up. He used to go on tour with Presidents of the yeah, United yeah, States yeah, of America. Yeah. I saw that in the pics. I was like, what the hell? And then he was in this band called Spooky Daily Pride. <laughs> and that guy was there who hasn't played music in 12 years because now he's a director. He's like he's like directing oh. A24 films and shit. And he's the like, guy from Presidents? Uh, Spooky Daily Pride. Oh, okay, okay. And he Floyd was like that in his bands. Like Spooky would like hide him in a trash can for the whole set, and he'd be playing inside a trash can. <laughs> and then at the end, and Spooky would be kicking the trash can and shit. And then he'd pop, and then Floyd would pop up out of the trash can at like the last set. So he was stuck in that trash for can. an hour. Yeah, it's fucking. Epic. I don't, Floyd needs to like read do his like memoirs or something i want to i want to floyd book i love floyd 25 year old floyd i need to hear everything i hope he does it quick because we pick on him so much but i think he can handle i think it. he can handle it <laughs> i mean push comes to shove shove he could kick every one of your asses i know if there was a real fight he would beat the fucking shit out of every one of you right he's ripped so if you're in the colorado area buy some dialed in gummies yeah do you want one should we eat one yeah i'll have one why not we got a they gave us a new batch because I keep giving them out to all my fucking friends. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a great week. Uh, you know who's on the show tonight? Jen Hartwick Jen, and Nigel Hall. Yeah. I got Jen, really I got really into his solo album over pandemic for like Yeah, he's two awesome. Weeks. I would and actually, go, we kind of, you know, we were beefing during quarantine. You remember <laughs> I, that? Yeah, but I was kind of before I was ha hanging with you. Yeah. He was talking shit a little bit. And I was like. He wasn't as bad as some other people. No. But and then we calmed it down. Calmed I mean, he had a point. Down. To be fair, like he didn't know that you guys were being safe. For, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he was yeah. talking about the mass and stuff or yeah. something. He was saying something. He didn't then, know that like people were getting tested and blah blah blah. blah but blah. we we uh, cleared the air online or on the podcast. I love that. And also, he's sober, and he talked about him getting sober, which was fucking heavy. Yeah, because he told what how he his fucking down. You know his. What do they call that when you're on ground, the ground level? Like they call that uh, rock bottom. Rock bottom, yeah. And he told us all about that. And we had Jen Hart. It's also a brewery chain. Rock bottom. You ever heard of Rock Bottom Brewery? No. Maybe it's just a Midwest thing. Oh, um, but you're gonna love this interview. And Jen, the first episode, yeah. Jen, it was after Fool's Paradise at midnight. Oh yeah, yeah. It was were they so pretty cool. sauced? Oh no, actually, absolutely, he wasn't. And then Stacy came. It was just awesome because we were all. It was late night. It was like midnight after yeah. we played, oh, after you did, like, Freeze and Lettuce played. Backstage? We did backstage, and it was just a vibe. We didn't get any video, so all the people watching the That's YouTube. That's okay. It's okay. You're still you, got to be, you got to be face-to-face. -face. Yeah, and that I was, got that. It that was, it was it Yeah, and sometimes when you do video when you're face-to-face. -face, it's weird. It get, some people get stage fright, so it was like it was good yeah. that Nigel. Nigel does not have stage fright. <laughs> that full says uh, I don't know him very say. well, but. I don't see him having stage fright. He's a very confident, yeah. confident man. He should be the way he plays keys and sings. But seeing Jen there, I love Jen Hartwick so much. She's like such a real friend. You know, she calls me and checks in on me. All She's a good guys. person. Yeah, that's why I could tell because you know Bayless has loves her too. And like, Everybody loves her. She's yeah. she's the yeah. best. All right, guys. I'm there's probably someone out there that's yeah. Everyone has a mortal enemy, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I gotta say something. Yep. I'm gonna Here do the go. motivation today. Good. Don't give up. On your fucking dreams. They might take 15 fucking years. Don't you fucking... You put that microphone away. Put the microphone down. It might take 15 years. It might take two years. It might take three fucking shows like this jabroni yeah, my, over here. Yeah, my dream was to be one of the bottom artists on Madison House <laughs> in 2014. <laughs> Whatever it is, keep fighting. Keep going. You know, even if you have low ticket sales right now, keep fighting. It's Everyone's having low ticket sales. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Eat your dialed in gummies, Eat sign into Repsy, be happy with 
that you're actually trying. Drink a lot of people water. don't try. A lot of people keep their dreams in their head. And it, and it, you know, what does that do? Go try to fulfill them, even if you fail at it. Because if you fail, you're going to learn something about yourself. And you're going to keep going. And you're going to fuck shit up next time. So keep fucking shit up. And be yeah. the person you want to be. Because life is too short not to fulfill all those weird fucking dreams and mm-hmm. kinks. Okay? That's it? You're not you told here? me not to. Oh, yeah. I told you not to talk. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. We love you. Enjoy Jen Hartswick. Enjoy Nigel, Nigel Hall. Even uh, Ryan Stacey showed up for a little cameo on the interview, like he always does. Oh, weird, Ryan. <laughs> hey, Ryan. He's like, I'm coming in here regardless. That's I know weird. both of you. He doesn't usually like attention. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, you're done. Put that microphone away. All right, next up on the interview hour, we have Jen Hartswick from Trey Anastasio Band and Nigel Hall from Lettuce. I love this interview. It was it was just great. We uh, all got to get together after we played Fool's Paradise. Um, shout out to Live for Lab Music. And we got two of these guys in the room. I, I've already had Jenny on the show. I've never had Nigel. And those guys are such close friends that we thought we just might do a trio podcast. Uh, get to hear Nigel's story. And because Trey Anastasio band is playing, we got Jen on the show for a Peach Fest installment. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the interview hour. Jen Hartswick Don't and Nigel Hall. Yet. Oh, we're Earl. pressing record. <laughs> it's going down. Wow. Yeah. Nigel and Jennifer. Yes, Hello. First off, how long have you known each other? <laughs> Shit. I've never thought about I that. Don't know, neither have I don't want to think of a time where I didn't know Nigel. Really? Yeah, but well, it probably has been. I, really I know. I love that. you a lot. You are, you are like your family. Do you think? <laughs> um, it's got to be, I don't know. 15 like, plus yeah, years. Yeah, at least. Yeah. At least. Yep. At least, what was the least, first least. moment y'all met when... <sighs> <laughs> don't remember me. <laughs> I just know that you've been a part of my life for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not great I with... I don't know. We probably had a festival somewhere. Yeah. Ran into each other. Oh, Bear drunk, Creek or something. Yelling at each other. You're terrible at... <laughs> they're, um, yeah, they're really bad the at this. Hold on. You're terrible at blocking the door. Oh, I guess oh, it's tasting, so... Here he is. Any fucking room he wants to. He just rolls he in there. He doesn't care. He doesn't knock. He, <laughs> he doesn't he, bring us pizza. Hey, didn't bring us no pizza. Just come in here and just God stuff it. Was... <laughs> Boy, have you throw that shit at me? <laughs> How long have y'all three of you known oh, each other? Man. Way I've known you longer than... Way yeah, oh I've known Ryan Stasek at least eighteen years, if no, not more. To be continued. Ooh, get out! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, the cameo. Yes. The cameo. Pasty base is cute. <laughs> how many? You I mean, as fuck. How many years have all y'all been around in this? You, you're new to this scene. No, in a sense or no? No, I'm probably new-ish. Okay, and and. In comparison to all of the guys that are in Lettuce, all of the guys that are in Soul Live, because that's probably where we first met, yeah, was probably. when I was Soul Live. Soul Live about 15 fucking years ago, mm-hmm. basically. I'm, I'm a, and, I'm, and I want to say it was at a Bear Creek or something like that. <laughs> One of my fondest memories <laughs> of Let's us see if I'm is thinking of the Bear same memory. Uh-huh. Well... Jennifer was doing her she was doing a show and she asked me to come and sit in and I went in 
I, I showed up. I was fucking hammered. It was a great night. I was hammered. Tell it. Tell and it like it is, there, and then I'll and tell I, the real version. Because because uh, I remember that I was. You know how you can be just hammered enough to be killing, right. or at least you think so in your mind. Right. And uh, I was just hammered enough to go up and get the job done the way I wanted to and go play a solo. She was like, you want to play a song? And I was like, no, I'll just come up and solo. And I went up my solo and I think I played like three notes and I was, and they were the dopest three notes of all time. And I was just out. It's like, fuck it, I'm out. I, 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 I bent a note and it was like this for like 10 seconds and then I just walked off the stage. Just, God gave it to me. I just felt so good. Oh my God. And I walked off. I think that's what... Mm. <laughs> 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 this is so far from what, what is going on here? My brother, oh, of the two of us, who would remember what actually happened or not? Guy who's hammered and trying to recall the story <laughs> or chick who's sober who's starting at 3 a.m. Yeah. Here's yeah. what happened. Yeah. My friend, you came up and sang something. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I sang. You Ooh, sang. You came. You sang. Oh, my God. And then at the end of it. Hammer? I say hammer. Of course. My Jesus. recollection was you had taken a bunch of mushrooms and were hammered. But who am I? Jesus. Anyway, I mean, yeah, if we're airing all the grievances. <laughs> nah, so cool. you shit. came up, sang something. I introduced the shit out of you so lovingly. Yes, and I was did. like, man, how do. am I going to follow that? And you go in the mic. You can't. And you walked out stage. It's on film. It's on film, my friends. It's on film. Yeah, and you later apologized for it. You all are. which is has slipped your memory, but that's that's wow. how it went down. But I like your three note. That uh, probably happened too, but it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I, because I remember that being on film, <laughs> but I think I don't know. I don't remember anything. I'm what, sorry. You, what goes on in your head when you're going? When you're like, do you get into com competitive mode when you're out there trying to kill? Yes. Yep. Is that what yes. it is? Yes. That's why you do that? Hence the jerseys. Yeah. I guess yeah, the jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And here's why. Because I, and, and, and we'll get into this later yeah. at some point, but I always said, aside from, I mean, I'm not even relating it to music, but in the sense of teamwork. Yeah. To me, the greatest band in the world is the 96 Bulls. Okay. So. You know who that is? Jen? <laughs> Very familiar. She should get up and slap the shit out of you, real talk. She should get up and slap it. What the kids um, say? No cap. She should slap shit. I love it. Um, <laughs> but my, my, my favorite band is the 96 Bulls. Yeah. And to watch the level of teamwork, yes, it was Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan would not have been as great as he would have been had he not had the support that he had to communicate right. with while on the court, while on the bandstand. We all have a part to play. We all have a position to play. And when we play the fuck out of it, when everybody is on stage on the same page of the same paragraph of the same book of the same word, everybody's on the one, I'm scoring fucking 60. Yeah. I'm going to score 60. And you, you're not gonna stop me. Yeah. And 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 and, and I'm gonna make sure that everyone around me at least scores forty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scoring sixty. But <laughs> you ever like take your face posterizing, dick all in your face like that, like that. <laughs> but this is the Kobe syndrome, though, too. All of it. 
It's so a, have you ever like took a step back and read the room? Like Jen was like trying to hype you up. No, I Nigel. don't. I don't. I, that's that. That's my biggest problem. Is I don't read the room because when I'm on stage, the room is mine. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the room is. You know, I know low key. It's going to be what I want it to be while I'm there. Yeah, and I, when I'm gone, it can be whatever the fuck it wants to be. But you know, when I, I'm there and I'm in control of it, I should be able to determine what happens in that room. It's I. This reminds me of that situation at Krasner's wedding when you fucking took it over, bro. Did you hear about this, Jen? No, oh, tell me all about it. Oh, oh my god! It. I mean, I it was a good bit. Real, okay. It was a good bit. As the like, not knowing what's going on, you're a good front man, and you killed it. You he, he sang some Donny Hathaway. Yeah. Yeah. So what? How important? Why did Krasner tell you about? Why did he want you to sing at his wedding? Well. Well, he wanted, I don't, well, he wanted me to sing at the wedding. He, Kras is my best friend. If it wasn't for Kras, I would not have been able to do a lot of the things that I've been able to do. I would not have had right. all the opportunities. I wouldn't have met all the wonderful people that I know, like you guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, he basically, I've been fucking singing that song forever, and... That's just, just one of his favorite songs. And he, if he wanted me to sing fucking Three Blind Mice for his wedding, I would have sang it. Yeah. You know, because Kras not only is one of my favorite musicians in the world, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge, not, one of, not only just one of my inspirations, but he's my fucking friend. And it's yeah. really good to be able to hold him to that as well as not only just being a colleague, but just like being my fucking homie, like right. you guys are. Like just yeah. sitting here, I'm having a conversation with my friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just a completely different. It's a completely different thing, and I'll do anything for my friends, for right. people who I love and who I respect, and who love and respect me. Yeah. Is loyalty important to both of you? Very much to me. Super important. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. being in this scene for so long. Like, like I see you hanging outside stage for both lettuce for Umphreys. Yeah. It's just like you just support each other, man. It's it's not hard. You just be a good person, you know. Yeah. And and when people do that for me, I really really appreciate it. And you know, nothing is fake about that, right. you know? Like, we're all just out here trying to do it and, and trying to do the best we can. And the more support that we have from people we love, the the better we are. I mean, it's it's always beautiful from the crowd, like, having that support. Yeah. But having the support of your friends hanging on the side of the stage is right. everything. You came to my set. You came to my set yeah. today. You know yeah. what I mean? Thank you. So hard. Oh, my God. You. So Thanks, killing. man. It was early and it was hot. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that, you know, that, that goes a long way. I, I appreciate agree. that. I mean, it's friendship. Yeah. You know, it's like we could be. It goes back to my question: the competitiveness is gonna always be in there to drive us. Right. But like, if we take a step back and say, "Hey, we're supporting our homies," right? That's what I was saying. Exactly. <laughs> that was like I was yeah. saying. Like Jen's like, "Give it up for the best keyboard player <laughs> on the fucking planet, right. Nigel Hall." He's just, you can yeah. go fuck yourself. No, just kidding. <laughs> I probably did. The sad thing is, is I probably did. But see, that's the thing is that people know me so well that they know that that kind of bullshit that I do comes from a place of love. Yeah. And it comes from a place of real respect and love. And like, I wouldn't be that way with you if I didn't really, really yeah. fuck with right. you. Yeah. Right. It's like you, you know walking on stage and flipping me off. That's exactly. the most loving thing and you yeah. can ever do to me. All the fucking time, and I will continue to do it. <laughs> Thanks, honey. I love you, too. I love you, too. Did you ever get a point, like, I'm like wondering why you got sober in a sense for, like, you ever get to a point... <laughs> You're wondering why. <laughs> well, like, I'm just wondering, like, has, has that ever been, like, a point where it's like, I'm being an asshole for Well, too, I'm going to tell you this. Right long. now, even listening to that story, 
is almost it's it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, a little bit, just just a little bit. Like I'm glad that we have that, but yeah. you know, uh, I will say that the only reason that it's embarrassing is because it's embarrassing in the sense of like okay, for instance, I'm 40 now, and this is how I acted in my 20s and in my 30s. <laughs> It's almost yeah. supposed to be acting really right. like that. To be honest, like, you know, we all now. go, we're, we're all, all supposed out. to fucking wild the fuck out. And, yeah. you know, it just gets to a point where I was telling somebody earlier today, you know, what is this, what's the saying? When I was, when, when, when I was a child, I did childish things. And when I grew up, I put away those childish things and right. became a man and did man shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it was just a, for me, it was just, a, I got into a point where I was fucking sick of how I was feeling. Right. And the feeling I got when I got high and when I got drunk was not worth feeling the way that I felt when I wasn't anymore. Right. And going through what I went through, uh, anymore, you know, the fucking, Always lying to somebody and like, who'd you go out last night? Oh, kept, kept, nigga, you know you was out last night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh kept, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know all of the just, just the that's that's a that that's a huge thing is because I don't have to fucking worry about people in my shit yeah. really anymore. I've always been that way. I've always been the type of motherfucker. I, my campaign is mind your fucking business. And I think that if everybody minded their fucking business yeah. every day, the world would be a better place. If this man wants... If this, let me tell you something. This, I want to say this, and, I, and, 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 and I'm saying this from, from a place of real honesty. If this person, if this man wakes up one day and doesn't identify with the fact that he is... He's, if he identifies himself as a woman, when he gets up and puts on a dress and some high heels, let that motherfucker do what the fuck he want to do because it don't affect you. Right. Let these people live the way that they want to live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because you do that don't affect none of my bills and it don't affect none of my sleep. And until it does, do what the fuck you want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mind, I wish if people just leave me the fuck alone and people just leave other people the fuck alone. Stay out of people's business. They ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. You well, and it's got to be, and it's got to be it's hard. That's my shit. I don't even want to <laughs> open a can of worms, but it's got to be even harder being a black man in 2022. It's worse. it's worse than that because here's the thing. Like I was telling you earlier today, I. We were talking, and I'll tell you, Jen, we were talking about the Pels games, and somebody called me and asked me they wanted me to sing the national anthem. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not singing the national anthem for a country that I got to worry about my kids walking down the fucking street and getting their fucking heads blown off. Right. Me too. I got to worry about that for myself. Yeah. Right. You know, I got to worry. I, I, I have just, just, just my life and my children's lives are in danger. Every second of the day, Fucking every nuts, second bro. of their lives. Not even, I mean, don't give a fuck about me, no. But I'm talking about them. Yeah, you right. know, I gotta worry about them. And you know, it's hard when I have to talk to my kids, and they go through situations that you know are, are race driven, and you know, because my kids are in a predominantly white area, and 
You know, they to hear their frustration, it really makes me it makes me angry because I can't do anything about it. Right. Whether I'm there or not. Yeah. It makes me angry because you want you naturally you want to console your children and you want to make it better for them. And unfortunately, with that situation, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. So I tell them, you know, don't, you know, keep your head down. Don't do anything that you don't need to do. But if one of them crackers put their hands on you, you let them fucking feel it. Right. You let them feel it. Because if you put your fucking hands on me, black or white, you get in these hands. Right. You might not get, you put your hands on me, you might not get them back. I might have four hands. I'd be baddest keyboard player in the fucking world. Yeah. Okay? I'll figure out how to use the motherfuckers one way or another. <laughs> Play with the toes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But is, yeah. Is it hard to be, um, to know that you have no control? We've never had any control. And it, the sad thing is, is that you get used to it. The sad thing is that you all isn't you, that just all numbing? Can, all you can do is 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 like Malcolm said. All you can do is take care of your family and teach you teach your children the right way. Teach your children what's right. Teach them what's wrong, and let them grow up and be what they're gonna be. Right. We are preparing our children for some shit we don't even know what's gonna be. Right. You know what I'm saying? I heard Fuck. that on a podcast the other day. It's fucking the realest shit ever. Right. You know? But um, all I know is to live my life right, to do what is right. Right. Help people when you can. Don't be a fucking asshole. You know, that's why, like, as for, like, when it comes to religion, I don't really, you know, the, every book says the same thing. Don't be a fucking jerk. <laughs> don't be a fucking jerk. Right. Do what the fuck you're supposed to do. Take care of your children and don't be a fucking jerk. Were you and mind your business. Amen. <laughs> were you being a jerk when you're all fucked up? <laughs> yeah, I was. But in the but again, it was one of them things where like you had to know me. You you had to you had to know that it was coming from a place of of love and it was just amplified. So it's just misunderstanding. It's a misunderstanding. Like, if you don't know me, there people, and now there have been people who have been introduced. <laughs> like, poor Jenny on the first yeah, day of the day. Oh, the first day I met her. Okay, she fucking knew what was up. That's yeah. why she asked me to be there. Right. But, um, because I was there for, com- for comic relief, if anything. Um, wow. but there were times when people were introduced to me. And, you know, and, and, and I, 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 talking to you about it earlier, I was, you know, reflection. Is uh, is is a big thing. It's 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 a very important thing too. And um, I'm sometimes, well, not sometimes, most of the time, being faced with a lot of the things that I did when I was getting high and drunk. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I got to deal with that. I mm-hmm. got to deal with that, and I got to make amends for it. And I, I love I, I love doing it. I mm-hmm. love facing it. I love doing that because I'm not the t- I'm not an asshole. I am. I'm totally an asshole. But I'm not. You're sweet. I'm not an asshole. Yeah. You're sweet. You know what I'm You're saying? A good person, I really asshole. am a good person who is an asshole. Yeah. I'm particular. I'm a Virgo. Okay, that's all. There you go. There you go. I'm a, I'm a good person. But I'm an asshole. In. There it is. Yeah. I'm a Virgo. Were you ever an asshole, Jen? 
Me? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, I, I'm certainly not going to tell you about yeah. it. <laughs> Come on, let's get deep. <laughs> no, I'm not an asshole. I'm not. I never, just like, ever, I'm pretty zen. I'm, I'm zen about a lot of shit. I've been through a lot of shit, and I'm pretty zen no about shit. it. No, why would I? I remember a time when you were going through some shit where yeah. you were just not taking no shit. Yeah. And that's one of the, that was a time that I think you and I bonded um, and became really close friends. Um, and then. What'd you learn was, about each other's relationship that made you guys closer? I mean, with, I mean. Without we, talking about what happened, but like, you know. I just know that she has the same type of strength that I admire right. as a person and yeah. that, that I didn't have at that time. Right. Because without saying it, she, I think, was might have been dealing with the same shit I was dealing with. Not her, but someone who she had loved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Someone who she cared about didn't care about they self. Mm -hmm. How hard is it to yeah. love someone? Yeah, yeah. How hard? Yeah, yeah, so of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How hard is it to love someone who doesn't love themselves? It's almost impossible. It's almost impossible. How hard, hard is, it? is it to love someone who doesn't love themselves? Here's the thing. It's like I was young, right? Like, and so I thought I was pretty sure that if I loved harder... I could fix everything. Right. That somehow I was like responsible for this person or in control of this person or whatever in like the most loving way. And of course, like that's not, that's just not the case. So like, you know, I, I learned through a lot of, for, through a decade of, of absurd behavior uh, that that is not true. That is not my baggage. Right. And like, so I, it, it helped me, like, I'm, I mean, in a, in a weird way, I'm grateful for it because it helped me um, decide where my barriers are, where my walls are up, where, what I'm willing to put up with and not willing to put up with, what I deserve and don't deserve, all that kind of stuff. And, like, and, and now it's like, I just, you know, sometimes compassion uh, is shown through silence right. you know what I'm I mean like so like too. somebody who's like really going through it really got like that a lot of baggage and whatever sometimes the kindest thing I could do is let you fucking go through it right and and I don't like I'm here if you need me but like I don't need to coddle you I don't need to tell you my opinion I don't need to whatever right. right so like you know but I learned because of that situation I learned where my boundaries are and I'm really fucking cool with those boundaries right. and some people don't understand that um you know well how can you how can you not like it's not my it's not my shit yeah. And, and I'm and I'm really cool with that. I'm really grateful that that I have that. That's the key. It but is not my it's shit. It's not. I, it's we all have our own shit. baggage. If it's not, if if it's not for me, then it's not for me. But like, I, how hard is it to disassociate someone else's baggage when you're in love with them? It's probably impossible, well, right? Well, you get sick of it. It gets pretty yeah, easy. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. I, I'm gonna, look, what did they say? I'm gonna tell you why. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. Look. When I'm and and I'm I'm getting real personal here. I hope I don't get in trouble. But this is too deep. For no, to, it's not. Okay. I love these. This is just perfect. This is perfect. You this got the right motherfuckers. <laughs> I did not. This is what I'm trying to do. Um, when I had to come to Jesus moment with my wife, 
who I love so much because here's the thing is that my wife was at that point with me, you know, and she's like, bro, you got, you got some shit you need to deal with. Right. So either you are going to have me here to help you with it. Or you gonna deal with it on your own. How long you been? Either over? way, you gonna deal with yep. it. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? And you, it's time. You it's ha- time it's for you to time deal with it. for you to fucking address this yeah. now because look at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember the moment? What were? What oh, was going yeah, on? Oh yeah, tell me. You gonna tell you? Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what happened. I went out. It was April sixth of last year. I'm. Let me see. Let's get the. Let's get the <laughs> actual count. Hold on one second. I'm looking on my phone here. He can edit. It's great. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is the beauty not of uh, not I'm going to get my phone too. I don't even know. Let's I'm see. 400, I'm 425 <laughs> days. I'm 425 days clean and sober today. Cali what? sober. I'm 425 days Cali sober. Yeah. And uh, I did, it was April... Go ahead and math, see what it. That you is. math it right now. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It was April. April 6th. Mm-hmm. And I was out that night and I went and I got some blow and I was out and I was driving and I shouldn't have been out driving and I was out being a fucking jerk somewhere and being a jerk. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And my wife was calling me and I wasn't picking up because I knew I was fucking up. And then when I got home, it was so crazy. Like, the fucked up thing is, is when you getting fucked up like that, you don't think that nothing's going to happen to you. But if something does happen to you, you are fucked. You get because scared. think when... about this. Being a black man yeah. driving around at 530 in the morning with yeah. cocaine in my pocket, cocaine probably all over my nose and yeah. in the car, yeah. which is where, which is when I got home, I got out of the car and my wife had to go to work the next day. And um, and she got the car and it was cocaine all over the car. Oh, my God, Nigel. And she couldn't start the car because the light was on because I was in the mirror looking to see if I oh, my God, I'm a fucking idiot. And she she got the car started somehow and went to work. And she called me and she said, look, we're going to have to talk. And when you and, and and anyone who is married who is listening to this, when you when your wife <laughs> says, "We need to talk," don't matter, don't care what you are doing or sober or not, that is not I got some that shit sound effect. That is not some shit you want to fucking hear all about nothing. And she said, "You got to have a come to Jesus moment." And right after she said that, I went to my bar and I grabbed some whiskey. And it wasn't even good whiskey either. It was some fucking nasty-ass Trader Joe's fucking whiskey. And I took a big swig of it. Right. And then I went and smoked like fucking five cigarettes. And I was scared to death. I didn't know whether or not she was going to leave me. But she said, look, we got to deal with this. And she decided to see. Yeah, during the day. And she's like, she decided to stand by me. And I fucking love her for that. So, baby, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you so much for being with me. You're the best thing I've ever, has ever happened to me. I fucking love the fuck out of you forever. And yeah. I mean, cause, because because I'm going I'm to be straight up, bro. If it was me, if it was the other way around, I don't know, dog. 
Right. I don't even know. I don't even know if I'm built to deal with that kind of shit. Because I, because look, I'm from Southeast DC, bro. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> well, it I'm goes. Out. It goes back to that like competitive. Nature. I'm not saying that if it was her. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That, I know. Like, you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, it would not be as easy as she made it. Right. But it goes back to that competitive nature when someone is willing to try to help with you and we never listen to the help yeah. but now when we're fucking down on the bottom we finally listen to the help i mean right. she fucking saved your life bro. saved my fucking life bro and like i'm telling you my life has never been better than it is right now You're, i have never you? crushed so hard in my life about anything i've never felt so good about the things that i did when i put spiritual out when i put my last record out yeah. spiritual that was kind of my old to fucking that shit like what and letting it go because after i after i recorded all of that music right it was so easy to let it go i went to fucking rehab mm -hmm. and it was the best 30 days i spent away it was fucking vacation i went to fucking antique i killed that shit yeah. let's clap, clap to that you know what i mean it was wonderful. It was great. It, I'm just, I'm really just grateful to to be, be on the other and side of it. Still have my fucking friends who knew me, who could have totally written me off, who should have probably. Real talk, yeah. like I still have my fucking job of be playing with one of the greatest bands in the world. Right. True, I have true. my fucking favorite friends who are all fucking just as dope as I am, yeah. and we all get to be competitive and make records and live the life I wanted to live since I was a fucking kid. And I still have that. Most people lose all of that shit. I know. So that that's a good point. Like, when is enough is enough? Like, when is it when is it time to love again? Like. You had a bad situation. You yeah. had a bad relationship. Yeah. And then you found your squeeze, or did you have yeah. a couple other no, things? No, that was it. So how... how, how <laughs> what are you doing? What are you, what are you spitting up? Was it the word? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Frasco is the greatest of all time. I just want to say that. That's all. I'm, I'm sorry. So, okay. So how hard is it to love your... Okay, it's double question. How hard is it to love someone again? And how hard is it to love yourself again? Who wants to go first? Jen, take the stage. Um, you know, for me, it, 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 when it's the right person, it's the right person, mm -hmm. you know? And my husband and I have known each other for a really long time and never, it was never like that. You know, we were friends and mm -hmm. knew each other for like 15 years before we ever even like thought about it. Um, and then we just sort of started hanging out. We hung out more. I was like, this is the right. easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Are you telling me that it can be this easy? And we both did the same thing. We both came from super, you know, sort of messed up situations. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me that it could be this easy. We both just were sort of in awe. And, you know, he's like, he's the most consistent person I have ever met. I mean, I really mean right. that. He is the same person today as tomorrow as the next day. And that is something that I didn't have before. Was it hard to like see those good things, not thinking? It, I that, thought it was bullshit. I right. thought there's no way this dude is actually like I'm, this. Same vibe. The same, right? There's no way. way. Like someday I'm gonna see it. Someday, six months down the road, he, well, it's ten years later, man, and he is not. He's not. He's no bullshit. He yeah. is like. So what does that have to say about our ego? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just well, check this out. Yeah. You want to hear something crazy? My wife, I am the longest relationship that she's ever been in. Mm-hmm. Word? She she said I can't deal with nobody for more. She couldn't deal with nobody for more than a year. Wow, for more than a year. And then no here she dealt with me, fucking cracky Onassis. <laughs> fucking legendary. Cracky Craxton and the crack tones over yeah, here. Craxton's with Randy and Reby. <laughs> it's pretty wild yeah. though, like. Uh, what people go through to stay with people yeah. through the core of love. Yeah. 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 Like even through all the bullshit, even yeah. through all the fucking addictions, even through all the trauma, even through all the suppression, right. they well, see something in those first people yeah. well, see, that here's keeps the, it, right? Here's the second yeah. part of your question is about loving yourself. Right. And loving yourself, I have learned, comes with forgiving yourself mm. for being a fuck up, forgiving yourself Really, really, truly forgiving yourself. Right. That was really hard for me to do because it was hard for me to face what I had actually really done. Right. You know, and when you're numb, you know, I, bro, bro I cry every day. Yeah. I cry so much, I am like a little bitch. What do you cry about cry, now versus what you, know you cried what? about I'm gonna before? I'm going to tell you exactly. Last night when I drove home, drove back to the hotel after the gig. Right. I'm I'm driving I'm 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 psyched because they they rented me this nice little Challenger I'm, <laughs> I'm washing it every day but um I drove home and I was listening to Aretha Franklin Amazing Grace I, it came on my shuffle and I was like fuck that I won't listen to this whole record yeah. I had a whole hour yep. to just reflect to drive because I love to drive and driving is a time for me to like really listen to music and just reflect and just just be and I'm sitting there and. I just was overwhelmed with this emotion because of just just gratitude. Like, I'm still fucking here, dude. I could have been fucking dead. With all the coke I could have been shit. fucking dead. I could have been fucking dead. I could have been dead and alone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I could have mm. been alone. Fuck dead. She could have just because left her alone. Uh, it's not even that. It's not even just her, bro. I like. I could have been alone, which is worse, really, to me than death. Right. I'd rather die than be by myself in this fucked up world. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, and it, not have something like music to to uh 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 you know to to uh yeah. to to express. The anger and the frustration and the love and the joy that I have for things and people at whatever time it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine imagine just being by yourself. Mm-hmm. That's some fucked up shit. That is fucked up. Well, I got a question for you then, Nigel. Do you think the loneliness that you've had your whole life got you into taking drugs? Uh, you know, because you always said you, you I, always felt like you were alone. I, I didn't feel like I was alone. I just felt like I was different. And mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> yeah, I'm still fucking different than the motherfucker. <laughs> we but, know, <laughs> but we um, I'm able to harness that power now. And I did, and the reason why I did drugs is because I didn't understand it. With great power comes great responsibility, right? Right. 
And I wasn't ready for that responsibility, but I also wasn't ready for that power when I got it. Right. You know? Right. Because if you think about... I By the time I was 29... Right. I had been all over the world twice. Mm-hmm. I had played with my heroes. I had been... I played at places I always dreamed of playing from a child, you know. By the time I was 34, 35, I won a couple Grammys. Right. You know, so it's not like I sat in a room for 17 years with the, with the, with the blinds down and just doing cocaine and making records. No, you're just on I'm your not path. not fucking Donald Fagan. But like, you know, when you see your after you Shout see to all Donald your Vegas, Dan. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> when you see all your finally see all your dreams, and you're at and you're only 34, and like maybe that's like an existential crisis where it's like, and it was oh, cool, shit. but I wasn't. Like, I, what am I gonna do now? You weren't present. I wasn't present for it. Like it was cool, and I really couldn't. I really couldn't enjoy it because I wasn't present right. for it. And not to mention, I was alone. Right. I didn't have nobody at that time. And I don't think I was, I, I, I wasn't with my wife then. I, did, I had met her. I had been through a series of fucking idiots. And <laughs> yes. We'll bleep that out. No, don't bleep it out. Don't bleep it out. They know who don't they are. Out. They know exactly who the fuck they are. Um, but they made me the man I am today, so thank you. Yeah. And you probably wouldn't have met the girl you're with and now I would because not have been able to of the trial. And I error. would not have been able to treat her correctly if it weren't for right. the fuck ups yeah. <laughs> that right. I was with. Right. You know, it's pretty wild, man. man. You could probably delete. It, you could probably edit. No, but isn't it wild <laughs> how our life paths happen like that? Like, I'm, we're, I see Stasic. Stasic here. What up, Stasic? Shout out to Stasic. Stasic. Shout out to Stasic. So, what? You don't want to know. Talk about it don't even want to know. Golden stick. Yeah. Um, you're the Mr. President. You're Mr. President. How, how, uh, do you, do you like under, do you agree with what he says? Like how it's like you, when you're on this path of your career and like you take a step back, you never could take a step back because you, you can't enjoy it because you're always fucked up through it. You Wait, don't, like get that? Me, don't get it wrong. I was enjoying very much myself. Okay, I was enjoying, <laughs> but it it's it's it it was it was better. It's better to enjoy those things when you're present and able to be there to actually enjoy them, rather than numbing yourself, doing what you think is fun. Yeah, and it's fucking your shit up. It's right. not really allowing you to see the greatness that you've actually achieved. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some huge shit. Well, that's, when, that goes back to our point of loving ourselves. We didn't love ourselves yeah. Yeah, and yeah. forgiving. Yeah, but it's true though. Like, is it hard to love yourself, Jeff? I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that's a, no, I can't, you know, like I'm I'm 42 years old. It's I've been through a lot of shit. I I come from an amazingly loving family who told me I could do anything I wanted in in life. I'm a really, really lucky human being. Um, You know, I I believe it all. Right. You know, whether it's bullshit or not, I believe it all. Yeah. You know, know, we all... Woods. We all deserve it. We all we're all great at something. We're all necessary. We're all you know all those things. You know. So how do you tell that advice to a man who's never loved himself? He's working on it. But forgiveness is such a massive part. You know. Yes. I'd fuck me. 
<laughs> there he is. Jason says, I'd said, fuck, I'd me. fuck me. <laughs> but like, you know, like that's the knowledge we're trying to give to the people yeah. when they're fucking yeah. in that hole. Yeah. Like that's the hardest part well, to wake t- someone up from that. Right, Nigel? I can tell you from experience that with me, I am learning more and more every day to love myself, which is why I'm talking about like I cry all the time. Like yeah. I had the time of reflection and I had that time of, you know, and that reflection is not always of good things. It's right. all, it's of things that, you know, that maybe you've done it, you're embarrassed about it. And you're right. like, fuck, why did I do that? But the key to that, the key is, is that you cannot change what has happened. Right. You cannot determine what will happen? You can only live now because what happens is, is you will fight the fucking wall. And the wall always wins. How long did it take you to learn that knowledge? Longer than it <laughs> fucking should have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Longer than it should have. Why does it always have to take us to get to? Because I'm a when fucking Virgo zero? and I'm hard-headed. But I'm an Aquarius. And I'm I the same way, I gotta fucking why, learn the hard way. Sometimes I gotta steep. I gotta keep putting my fucking hand in the fire before I get until I get burned enough. It's stubbornness, enough, which means I'm gonna do it again. We're stubborn, like a fucking idiot. We're fucking stubborn. Are you stubborn? And on top of that, <laughs> add the fact that I'm the dopest musician of all time. Yeah. On top of it, no, I'm just kidding. I'm confident. I'm, I'm like that with with and your and here's another thing. Your ego is not your amigo. No. <laughs> your, ego, your ego is not it's your amigo. Brother, right? But it goes back to the beginning of the conversation we had of right. like the competitiveness. Exactly. When exactly. we're com- the competitiveness is kind of a shield. I just want to say this yeah. is the closest I'm gonna ever get to Carson. This is the baddest <laughs> shit of all time. I love this. I love this. This is, this is, you know, it's like the competitive keeps, I mean, the ego is not your, the, <laughs> that was a good one. Daly. I'm the jam band Carson Daly. <laughs> I'm putting on a fucking Yo. shirt tomorrow. I cannot oh with you on a jersey right, right now, for you. Bro. But it's so true, man. The competitive got us to here, but we forgot all the other stuff, like loving ourselves yeah. while we're being competitive. Yeah. And that's what fucked us in the long yeah. run and for you to find the light I'm gonna clap it up let's all clap it up hey. we're all gonna figure it out we're all gonna figure it out sometimes it takes longer than it needs to but hey better late than fucking never yeah, yeah. real talk because I think, I think also like you know besides forgiveness there's like a, a giant sort of belt of worthiness that we all deal with too like on whatever level it is and whatever right. your issues are whatever but I think we all struggle with that and I was talking to my mom about it a couple of weeks ago, she's like, you know, that may be the only reason we're here right. is to like yeah. feel worthy. Yeah. Right. And right. like, yeah. I, I think it goes in waves. I mean, I think that like, so I, I felt cool. Like that was never a thing as a kid, but man, when I grew up, like, and I, and I don't, I don't really think about stuff like that. I don't really allow myself to right. go that deep about stuff. It's just like, I keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. Right. And I, and I really like in the last couple of years, it's really keeps coming up in, in my emotional well-being is like this sort of feeling of unworthiness or feeling. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Is you it know? getting older? Because we're I getting don't know. older. It's either getting older or it's, yeah, go ahead, Ryan. I, I didn't want to be a part of this, but I'm a part of this. Yeah, My name's Ryan. Come on. Ryan Stace, a part-time <laughs> bass player, sometimes life changer. Uh, the truth that I heard, I read this today, and I think my wife posted it, it was about people need to realize that life is not always about achieving, yeah. sometimes about coasting. And you need to be able to coast really well. That's right. Because coasting 
sometimes where you need to be yeah. before you have to achieve again or descend or wherever. But coasting is what it's all about. And yeah. then baby. I'm coasting. Hey. I know that's right. Wow, this conversation right. is pretty meta after, after all of us performing. This is my favorite watch. Roller coaster. Roller coaster. Roller coaster. Ciao. So, if you're if 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 someone who's listening to this, who is probably uh, confused or out of it, what would you give? What advice did you, would you give Say, them? I'm sorry, one more time. If you it, what what, what kind of advice would you give someone who you you know like you went through your ups and downs of life? Every we all have, but when how do you? Say these same things to someone who is so low at the moment. Like, why did it take your wife to pick up all the coke out of the fucking out of the room because her car well, she was still dead. made me clean it up, so she didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, but, Jamie. You, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it took this bottom right for us to wake up. Right? Is that ego? That is definitely ego. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why I feel that way because you know. Uh, I'm active in AA, mm -hmm. okay, and I hear some of the shit that some of them niggas went through. Right, that was their rock bottom. Right, and you want to talk about fucking gratitude? Yeah, you want me so we can be frank on this show? Hey, I wasn't under a bridge with a dick in my mouth, right, waiting for fucking cocaine or some sort of fucking drugs somebody to give me. I didn't have to do the. Bullshit like that. It's like Dave Chappelle from Half Baked going you to read. I smoke you a little know, weed. Yeah. You ever suck <laughs> dick for some? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but I it's perspective. Never, I never had to, exactly. I never it's had perspective. To do that. My my rock bottom was feeling and being alone. Yeah. And 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 me being alone was because of me. Mm -hmm. It was because of choices that I was making that right. was keeping me alone when I had. All of the support and all of the good shit that I needed to right. function as a regular, real fucking human being who is mm -hmm. already crazy anyway. Right. So why do I need to do things <laughs> to make me more what I think was more crazy? Right. You know, um, what I would tell somebody is I know things get fucking rough and things get fucked up. But at the end of the day, the choice is yours. Right. You have to be. My mother used to say it all the time. She said, you can shit in one hand and want in the other. You know? And at the end of the day, the choice is yours to get your shit together because it's yours. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's, not, it's not Jennifer's. It's not Andy's. It's not Kraz's. It's not... Yeah. Jamie's, it's not nobody. Day it's six. not Ryan. It's not Ryan. self. What's your name? <laughs> but it's 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 mine. Yeah, and but like I have to deal with that. Totally. But like we're in an occupation where it's so selfless. We give everyone else everything. How we forget about ourselves. That's why it's necessary to give back to yourself. Take the time that you need to be away from fucking people if you need to. Right. But also, it, by the same token, it's that worthiness shit. It's yeah, because, like, exactly. you give everybody else the respect, but do you actually give yourself the respect in return? Exactly. Like, what is your shit that you need to deal with? And do you feel worthy of that help that you would give any neighbor would, exactly. any day? God damn and it. the answer so often is no. You know? People think 
backstages after shows are just about <laughs> cocaine and, and partying. No, Look at us. We're talking about real Sometimes shit. Sometimes it's 358th and a Ryan Stasek. <laughs> Who's gyrating right now, and I wish you could see oh, it. Guys, oh, he just dropped it like it was hot. Thank you so hey, much baby. for doing this. Oh, I could talk I to you guys it. for hours. I fucking love you, Andy. You're a fucking. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of yours. You guys I'm, are good. You are a bad motherfucker, bro. I just I enjoy your energy. Yep. I enjoy your competitiveness. Come get, come get all of this. Yep. Well, I appreciate you know, it, guys. I just want to learn because. You know, we're all going to be friends for a while, I hope. Yeah. Hope I don't burn any bridges. We should do a record together one day. We should yeah. just do a Bring fucking... It. We should start a metal band called Death Smack. I love it. <laughs> and we show up when we feel like it. <laughs> oh, no, don't tell me to show up. You weren't even invited in here. You just invited yourself in here like you all again. What, three times. This is the three fourth times time. I did not knock. This is the fourth time I been in here. With- All right, we're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> um, guys, I just want to say <laughs> thank you for being part of the show. Thank you for having yeah. me. I love you guys, and let's. This is, long this, time is this is real. Yeah. This is what life's about: being friends. Like you said. Before, like, let's start bands and stuff, but let's actually be friends. Let's too. fucking be homies, yeah, and let's bro. fucking check on each other. Yeah, you know that's what, what we need to do. And now right that now, I know, bro. now that I know that, group thread right now. Come through, come get some of these jerseys, Yo, bro. Come on, <laughs> come, on right? come through, cool. come, come get some of these virtual hugs. You know what I'm saying? Stacy's throwing up in his mouth right now, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I love you. It's all love, love. You love you, buddy. and thank you so much for just. Talking about, I know we didn't talk anything about music, but fuck it. Who cares? Fine, we got a little they Aretha Franklin in there. They know, they know we're dope. We don't need to. We don't need to beat them in the head with that. Okay, so right. I I always end a conversation with this. Um, when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered by? What do I want to be remembered by? Or with? I I want people to remember the joy that they experienced while in my presence together. Mm. Yep. Present. You know what I mean? Just the joy that we experience together. I love That's it. That's it. I want my legacy to be two things. One, something that my children can be proud of when I'm gone. Right. Something that they can have and say, yo, that was my father. Mm-hmm. And the second part to that is I want whoever comes in contact with anything of mine, any part of that legacy that I'm leaving behind. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that it came from the the bowels of who I am and that I'm a vessel of something bigger than all of us and that I'm a bad motherfucker. And if... Um you were mean during cocaine. They they just misunderstood you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were mean when you're on high on cocaine, that they were just you were just well, misunderstood. I might have meant it. I might have meant it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That's that honesty I'm, I'm looking for. I might have meant it. I'm looking for. Maybe I had to cuss you out. And if I was high, then you really got it. And you probably deserved it. You I know, used to be scared of you, Nigel. Really? The monster. I know. I thought you called me out on some like COVID mask thing or something during the quarantine. We were were, were beefing a little bit. I was talking about that. I'm like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker right now. We were beefing a little bit. We had a little beef, but I'm so glad we're not beefing. We ain't beefing anymore. Let's go. I'm too old to be tussling with people, man. You know what I realized? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is, you know. <laughs> Who was that? I was talking to you about this and and um, Bayless about this. 
Um, we go through so much things that our spouses won't get. Well, your spouse, you're, mm-hmm. you got a badass, but like, yeah. we, they won't get some of this shit, the relationships, the bonding, the camaraderie that we have, the brotherhood we have with our band versus what we bring home to our, our family right. life. All right, of course. So this right here is special. This is and I want you to oh, know yeah. that. We're friends. All right, I'm out. All right, goodbye. <laughs> Humphreys crew is the best. First of all, the fact that they did that for you was yeah. a little bit. And then they, did you see what they these did? guys work their ass off for three days, and then they still help you out. Yeah, and then they they printed out all those pictures of my feet and put them all backstage. Yeah, Heller. <laughs> next time you want to do that a bit to get Andy, I'm speaking specifically to Matt Heller. We need to table it up. We got tabled up first. I didn't land because here's the problem. I get the idea, but you're were they dealing- trying to rip on me? Yeah. The problem is they don't realize that you are a shameless bastard, okay? <laughs> and that when you walk into a room of pictures of yourself, you're not like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. You're like, yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pictures Shut of me everywhere. Fuck. I'm not a narcissist. Don't like try that. to. Uh, I know, not exactly, but the problem here, Matt, and I'm not mad at you because you're going off what a normal person would do to something like that because right. you know mostly normal people. So it's not your fault. You can't embarrass Andy Frasco. No. No. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm already embarrassing enough. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can embarrass himself. Uh, we're gonna. If you want to embarrass him, just like tell his mom he has a girlfriend in front of him. <laughs> That'd oh be that would get you way more, right? Yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom was so funny this weekend. Yeah, she, we're gonna try to get her on the show while she's still in town. <laughs> so Marlene, funny. Marlene Frasco, I love her. Um, big week. What Marlene, are we gonna do? Um, I'm in town, we're so doing we're gonna do a bunch of content. I have to have a gig and a rehearsal. Yep. Opio, baby. My next. Oh, yeah. You're playing with Opio. On Sunday, but so it's before this comes out, but. You're going to have a great time. No, yeah. it comes out tomorrow. Oh, that's right. This so, is tomorrow's. Yeah, so I'm you, playing Colorfield. Uh, on Sunday. We're headlining Sunday. Colorfield is a f- festival in Denver, Colorado. Levitt Pavilion. At the Levitt Pavilion. That's going to be big for you. know you. who's right before us? Flamingosis. I love that guy. He's dope. You know Sarah Shaw. Yeah. Um, manages them. Not anymore, but she did. Oh. She doesn't work for them anymore. Oh. But yeah. She's He's cool. I liked him. He played that um, Fool's Paradise. He's like the nicest, coolest, and his music's just a good time. Yeah. Yep. So go see Nick. I am... I just started making my new record. I was in Nashville I with saw Chris Galbuda, who's I love badass. Wrote a couple songs with Steve Poltz. Wrote a couple He's funny songs as shit, with too, Buda. Paul McDonald. Oh, Galbuda was... Did he, you guys get into some territory where you're riffing and stuff? He's oh, yeah. Funny. He yeah. knows the scene, and he could talk shit. Like, mm. he's a good shit talker, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we were just ripping... Bah, bah, bah. If me and him did a podcast, you'd have to delete half of it. I, he's flying to Denver. He and we're gonna write. Here. We're going to ride in Denver. We're going to get him on here. Have him talk about songwriting. Yeah. And then... um, So I'm here for... I'm in, I'm in Denver for two weeks. I'm, mm. I'll be in L.A. for... This weekend, mm-hmm. because I'm got to I'm record. Are you going to LA? Yeah, I'm working with Kenny Carkey again. What day? Uh, Friday, All Saturday, or Sunday. Something? Okay, cool. I got his tickets to Dodgers Rockies too. When's that? Next Monday. Here? Um, here. Oh yeah, that's right. They're cool. playing Monday and Tuesday. That's right. They're already back. We're gonna do date night. Get all the girls out there. Julie loves going to baseball games. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna bring Jill and. And Bo, do you want to bring uh, your new girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bo is a fucking pimp these days. Dude, Jesus Christ. Player. Three women texting me about Bo. Three. Three. One I of them I knew. Stand for this. The other one was like, <laughs> dude, this was, I mean, I am so proud of you, Bo. 
It's you, just he's I, got that natural. He's got that swag. Good looking. He's living in his own house now, so now he doesn't have to feel insecure about he bringing women over stuff. to my house. He's got a better body than you do. He's hot, Bo. You're doing it. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, man. Fuck you. Um, I'm going to clap it up for Bo. No, not me. I'm jealous. The ladies love Bo. I'm filled with jealous rage about it. I know you are. It's okay. I miss it. I miss being single. Um, Julie, turn it off for a second. <laughs> I miss being single. I miss talking, looking people in the eye during conversations. But oh, now I can't because they'll fall in love with me if I do. I love it. <laughs> and we can't have people falling in love with me. You're just so hot and tempting i'm so charismatic you're so charismatic and hot and the sexy thing about and... me is it's my charisma that gets them every time right <laughs> right all right have a great day we're gonna have a great week it's gonna be killer you tuned in to the world's health podcast with andy fresco thank you for listening to this episode produced by andy fresco joe angelo and chris lawrence we need you to help us save the world and spread the word. Please subscribe, rate the show, give us those crazy stars, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're picking this shit up. Follow us on Instagram at World Saving Podcast for more info and updates. Fresh Coach blogs and tour dates you find at andyfreshco.com. And check our socials to see what's up next. Might be a video dance party, a showcase concert, that crazy shit show, or whatever springs to Andy's wicked brain. And after a year of keeping clean and playing safe, the band is back on tour. We thank our brand new talent booker, Mara Davis. We thank this week's guest, our co-host, and all the fringy frenzies that help make this show great. Thank you all. And thank you for listening. Be your best, be safe, and we will be back next week. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast as far as we know. Any similarity to actual knowledge, facts, or fake is purely coincidental.